going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Isadora, can you say Rob Beckett... And can you say Josh Whittacombe? Good girl. What a name that is. Isadora. Isadora? Yeah. It's a great... So Izzy, for short. Yeah, Izzy. Isadora. Do you like that? Yeah, I like the word Dora. I like the word Izzy. There was a thing on TV when I was a kid called Wizardora, I think. There's Dora the Explorer. You don't need to tell me there's Dora the Explorer, mate. I wrote a magazine for a year. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. My kids don't really watch Dora the Explorer, though. Is she still going? No, I don't. Do you know what? We haven't done it at all, Dora the Explorer. And to be honest, I don't need that year of my life bringing back to me in vivid technicolor. Do you want her to get into it and then you can whip out the magazines and be like, hey, do you want to bring it up? What? Hey, look at the front. Go down the credits. Look at editorial assistant right at the bottom in Times New Roman 6 size font. That's my name, which you can't read yet. What was your... When you left... Did you go to uni? Yeah. What did you do? Linguistics. At Manchester? Yeah. Linguistics, right. What is linguistics? Study of language. Like, English language. Oh, so that's why you're so good at podcasts. Exactly, mate. <laughs> Words are my tool. <laughs> you studied them. And then what did you want to be, a journalist? No, I didn't know what I wanted to be, so I totally drifted. Did a year at Waterstones in Manchester Piccadilly. So stiff. Um... So stiff. Rigid. Absolutely fucking rigid. Absolutely rigid. Um, I've told you about when I did the David Beckham book signing. I've told you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then um, did that year. Yeah. Where's there a dog barking? Yeah, there is a dog barking. Why why have you got a dog? I've got a window open because it's fucking boiling. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think if I bought a dog this week, I'd be starting with an anecdote about book signing from 2005? (laughs) How's your week been as a parent, Rob? <laughs> How's the week been? Oh, a busy week as a parent, actually. I've been at home more. I've sort of finished my... Oh, you 
lucky fucker. My stand-up shows for... I'm back again in November to do Ireland and Northern Ireland and Scotland. A few gigs. You know when it was COVID and... Scotland yeah, and yeah, yeah. Northern Ireland. Yeah, aware of it. So they had slightly different rules to England. Yeah, yeah. But which you, doesn't really affect you unless you're trying to do a show, like trying to do a tour right, show. Right, 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 so right, 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 I've got yeah. a few to do in. You're doing the Celtic nations, the Celtic tour, and then off to Australia. So yeah. um, that's I've got no more gigs till then. So I've been at home a lot more. So if you're England based and you want to see Rob Beckett, you're going to have to travel. Carlisle is all you've got left. Carlisle is all you got, yeah, which is basically Scotland. Yeah, okay, don't um, you dare. Okay, you're in trouble. <laughs> They're not going to like that around the lakes. <laughs> um, or if you want to see Rob Beckett, obviously, you know, maybe we should plug our tour, Rob, which is in spring. Or oh, book, the Parents in Hell. Christmas. Yeah, the Parents in Hell tour and the book. Well, let's just get a bit of content out first before you start plugging, John. <laughs> I've just done half an anecdote about a book <laughs> signing, Rob. Get signed by the fucking book. <laughs> um, yeah, well, are we going to do book signings in, in person? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Um, right, yeah, a busy week with the kids. Uh, my daughter's a thief, headline news. Oh, is she? Yep, she's been stealing from preschool. No, what's she been stealing? Little t- so basically, she's... Is this your younger daughter? Youngest daughter, so she's like four. She's not at proper school yet. Yeah. So they went for a stage of they're allowed to take toys into preschool, and then it got yeah. out of hand. Kids were taking in their massive, like, teddies and all sorts, and then the school yeah. said, look, no more teddies coming in. Like, it's too much. They get lost and they argue. So anyway, she's been sneaking in, like, little tiny teddies in her pocket, like t- or tiny little figures, right. and taking yeah. them, and I think they all show each other them, which is fine. Anyway, next to her bed were these two little wooden figures... I've never seen them ever before. Oh. Okay. And I said, oh. what are they? And she went, treasure. Treasure? Yeah. I was like, Bloody hell, who's she? <laughs> Fucking Gollum? Precious. Treasure. No, she went, the treasure. And I went, okay, where did you get them? She went, in the mud, in the treasure. Like, and right. I was, then I said. And you thought, this isn't looking good. Yeah, and I went, have you taken these from school? And she, she smiled and said, No. With the face of someone that meant yes. She is pretty. Do you know what? Because my daughter's four as well. Mm. She's not thieving yet? To be fair, it's in the genes for her. She has to just get away from it. Do you know what we're talking about here, Rob? (laughs) We're talking about, you can already tell at the age of four what a neck is going to be like. (laughs) I can see her neck already. Yeah, she can barely support her head. Whereas my daughter (laughs) can't even look left or right at the moment. (laughs) Really? So that, that's metaphorically. So, that's so true, actually. Like I'd say, my eldest is slightly stiffer in the neck, and my youngest yeah. is more loose. And you really noticed it. We did sports day as well this week. You really noticed it. Oh yeah, talk to me about sports day. Was there a father's race? There wasn't a father's race because they had to cancel it because it gets too competitive, and they had to ring an ambulance oh once God. when a man banged what? his head after falling over. Because they, oh they're, they're not warmed up. They've stood up for an hour, and then they get forced to run normally in work clothes, and they injure yeah. themselves. So they've cancelled them. Oh, my God. Because of injuries. And then people work. Were you slightly relieved? Well, do you know what? No, I would have done it, and I probably wouldn't have won, because there's much. There's a, a couple of blokes that are about six foot three, and they run yeah. all the time. I see them running past oh, my house doing I wasn't runs. considering that you'd win. Well, what's the point in running if you don't win? So I just said, did you take her from school? And she said, yeah. And then she put her arms out and went, ha, ha. She does an, what, evil, like an evil genius. Yeah, an evil villain laugh. Oh my God. And I was like, oh. what is this? And then I went, no, you mustn't do that. That's naughty. You mustn't, you mustn't. we'll take it back and, you know, and, and give it back to the school. And then she just went, we're the bad guys. What? You know the film, The Bad Guys? Have you seen it? No. There's a film called The Bad Guys, like a cartoony film about the, the, the baddies in the film. Yeah. And they're the bad guys. And they're like, it's like a wolf and a snake. And that's their thing. They go, we're the bad guys. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so she's just naughty now. 
That's incredible. But I don't, Rob, and I don't think this film's out. Rob, you need to move to zone two, mate. She'd fit in like an absolute glove. No, she, no I'll, I'll keep her down near Kent, County Lines. County Lines drug deal, that's where the money is. You don't want to be in a city. You want to be bringing it into the zone two. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how you make the big bucks. Um, but yeah, so she's been doing that, which is worrying. So do you have to discipline in that situation? No, she's so young. I'd have said, no, you mustn't yeah. do that. Take it yeah, back. Yeah. I think, you know, she, they've got loads of toys. Did she take it back? Well, I've not seen it since, and I asked her if she's taken it back. She said yes, but again, she had the eyes of someone that looks like it's hidden in her room. So I'm going to have a look yeah. in her room later to see if I can find it, but I don't know. But it's sort of like a little bit of a game, and she's laughing, but I'm yeah, partly yeah, like, no, yeah, but this yeah. is bad. <laughs> this is yeah. not allowed. She did something else the other day where she spilt a drink, so we're trying to get them to clean up after themselves. We went, go and get a cloth yeah. from the drawer and clear it up. She only got the cloth from the drawer and like, cleared up this milk. But instead of putting it in the sink, she's put it back in the drawer. So she's putting, putting dirty cloths back in the drawer after cleaning up oh, after herself. No. You've lost it, Rob. I've she's gone. It's gone. She's gone. <laughs> she basically, mate, sit back and enjoy. Hope for the best. From the, eight, from the age of 13, mate, she's going to be on the bloody lash. Oh, no. Ow. You, you've got a tear away on your hands, Rob. Well, yeah, because we had a bit of a party for Lou's birthday on Saturday. It's about yeah. 40 or 50 your people. Your daughter's still going at 4am. Well, no, well, exactly that. So it, we had about, from two o'clock, people came round and well, some with kids, some just as like adults, not as adults, you know, they didn't yeah. have kids with them. They, they were, some they, posing as adults, yeah. but they were children. <laughs> yeah, they were. Two children in a big long coat, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. No, so, they, so we had loads of people. It was really busy until like, you know, 11 o'clock. And then, anyway, so it got to about seven or eight, which was a bit tight. They were a bit tired. But my youngest was still going. We had this like slide thing, still going on the slide, still going on the slide. And then my eldest one, who's a bit quieter, a bit more reserved, come up to me. It was so busy and loud in the house. And she just went, Daddy, I just want to be on my own for a bit. Oh, Rob, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> I know. But you know what? I went, okay, no worries. daughter's going to start drinking before the older daughter. <laughs> I know as well. I'm not so even bad now. I can see it already. But then, so I said to her, yeah, of course, but I was really proud of her because I think that's quite emotionally intelligent to acknowledge. Ooh. She wasn't enjoying yeah. it. it. I was haven't too even much. got to that point no. yet. Sometimes in my life, I think I should have just gone to my hotel room on my own. Yes, here I was thinking that. Because well, I'm trying to be sociable. Yeah. And I, I'm not in the mental state for this. Yeah, I'm too tired. It's too, I'm too like, yeah. uh, I've only got so much energy to be sociable. And then she, I put her upstairs and she watched her iPad for a bit. And then after about half an hour, came down and was playing again. She just needed a little reset. But I'm oh, glad she said word. that, and I'm glad I saw. She's of... basically into mindfulness at the age of six. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying, and also I think in the past people are so scared of being polite, and their kids being polite. You go, no, we've got friends over. You must. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, actually, if she wants to chill out, let her chill out. Like I yeah, could have done with half hour on my own. Exactly. Um, so that was. Quite, I'd love that. That was good, wouldn't it? Time out at a party. Yeah. So I just want to be on my own for a bit. Bless her. Um, That'll be me at Glastonbury. Oh, I've got, have you heard about Glastonbury? Well, it's happened. Uh, if you're listening to this, it's happened. But this is recorded the day before I go to Glastonbury. Yeah, because, so, well, have you read the Daily Star today? Well, obviously, that's how I start every day, Rob. <laughs> well, have you read the headline? What, on the front of the Daily Star? Yep. So there's a, no. there's a big headline about the rail strikes. And then at the top, right. Glasto Beast. Right. And yeah. it says, big cat fright for middle classes. Oh, right. So yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Well, a reported site of a huge puma that they've seen on site. A huge puma they've seen on site. Yeah, like a panther. They've seen yeah, it I running mean, round the site. We've all hallucinated things on site at Glastonbury. No, but this, Rob, was the, but this was the people putting it all up, setting it all up. You know, because it's down at Beast of Bodmin and all that round yeah, where yeah, you yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the people, the posh people yeah, used to yeah, buy yeah, big yeah. cats, didn't they, from Arrods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Beast of Bodmin's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Beast of Bodmin is a, a puma that someone had 
that then has been released into the wild. Yeah, so he's at Glastonbury, or she. He's at, yeah, really? Yeah. Has he got in? <laughs> Doing the Sunday night. <laughs> um, but yeah, just so you know, just be careful. Okay, so don't be attacked by people. If you see one, try and avoid it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, but yeah. just a heads it's up. It's not just some kind of reveller dressed up as a puma. It's probably a puma. Yeah, but I think people... If they released a puma into the pyramid field when Paul McCartney was on, that would be absolutely awful. <laughs> what, what, because of Paul McCartney being on or, or just in general? Well, he'd be all right because he'd be up on the stage, wouldn't he? Although he's 80, isn't he? His heart's not going to take it. I think it. pumas can climb. But yeah. I just enjoyed that headline of, like, for middle yeah, class, it's a real dig at the Glasto beef. Yeah. <laughs> um, Too right, right. But be safe. Oh, other things. I was trying to make dinner for my kids, and I said, who wants beans on toast? My youngest went, yes, please. My eldest said, no. And I went, for a laugh, beans near toast? And she said, yes. Yeah. That's the problem, Rob. <laughs> That's the problem with these kids. They feel they need opinions, but they don't actually have anything to base it on. No, I just think she wants the beans being on the toast to be her choice. Yeah, but... So she had beans near toast. And did it work? Yeah, fucking gobbled it all up. Did she put it on the toast herself? Yeah. But this is the thing, Rob. You've just got to give them the illusion of choice. Yes. So it's like when my daughter says, every time I put her shoes on, she says they're not tight enough. So now if I say, do you want them tighter... She'll say yes, and then I'll do them exactly the same, and she'll be fat, fine right, with that. Right, yeah. Because basically, I would have had to go for about four different meals. But if I went, who yeah. wants beans on toast? So I said, who wants toast on beans? She weren't interested. Yeah. And then I said, do you want beans near toast? <laughs> All over that. <laughs> so are you now going to make that your speciality? Oh, yeah, yeah. I specialise in beans near toast. The worst thing was your younger daughter stole the meal off her, didn't she? So she <laughs> yeah. never got to eat any yeah, It was quite near. It was in my youngest daughter's pocket, the beans. <laughs> I, oh, this is quite funny. I was on stage gigging and someone in the audience's phone rang and it was their 10-year-old daughter. What? So I went, you've got to answer it. It's your 10-year-old daughter. She was with a babysitter. Anyway, yeah. I said, can I answer it? So I answered it and it was this girl yeah. and then I had the phone up on the mic and she was like, hello. I went, hello, you're on stage. Your mum's here. And she was like a bit shy, obviously, going, oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah. And it was quite funny. And then I went, oh, what did you want to ask your mum? And she went, something happened at swimming and I need to tell her. Oh I no. have never hung oh up a phone call God. quicker in my life. Oh my. You just hung up! Oh no, I did you hang just up. hung up! <laughs> no, I did hang up. I gave it to her mum and her mum went out to speak to her. Oh my God, and was it all right? Oh, well, not the five minutes of waiting for an answer, wasn't Oh my God, Rob, you're your own worst enemy there, really. So now... Yeah, you've set yourself yeah, up there. Yeah, so now it's just me and a thousand people. So what are you doing with the, with the five minutes with a thousand people that all think that you've ruined... A night by making fun of a, you know, a, 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 a potentially had, harrowing incident. Yeah, a girl's had a harrowing incident at a swimming club. Um, so it's quite awkward for a bit. Um, I sort of make, I make a joke about it being awkward, but there's nothing I can do until that woman comes back with hopefully good news. Or if it's bad news, we end the gig. If she doesn't come back within 10 minutes, game over. So I sort of carried on a little bit and did a couple of little jokes about my kids. And then the mum come back in and I went, what was it? She went, oh, a swimming hat had a rip in it. And I went, oh, oh, for fuck's sake. She rung for that. Unbelievable. Then I had a go at the mum and that made it funny. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But, that's um, good. It was at least you humiliated that moment, someone. That's the main yeah, thing. as long as someone's yeah. been humiliated for my own sort of yeah, um, exactly. ego and financial yeah. gain, that's, that's <laughs> showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> that's life. <laughs> so what's it been like being back at home after this long period of working? Um, no, it's good. It's nice. It's only sort of just started, but it's nice to sort of like not... 
I like getting up with the kids in the morning, but when you get home late from a gig at like midnight and then you can't sleep till two and then you're up at like, Lou lets me lie in a bit because the kids get up at six, but I get up about half seven, but it's still only five hours sleep a night. You know what I mean? The pressure. I got home last night at 11.30 and I wasn't ready for bed, but yeah. in my head, I'm already doing the countdown. Do you know what I mean? You're already doing the yeah. maths. So what, what, was you gigging last night or working? I was working, came back. So I was filming for four days, came back, right? And got home late. And I knew I had to be up. And you just can't... We've discussed this before, Rob. You can't say, I need a lion in that situation. <laughs> you simply can't say it. Think about a sleeping tablet. Maybe a couple of sleeping tablets. <laughs> Do you know what, Rob? <laughs> My sleeping tablet days are done. Are you feeling all right now? Yeah, I'm still not very good at sleeping in a hotel room. Yeah. But... But you're not clinically depressed. Well, I've had my moments. Oh, no. But I'm coming through it. Yeah, it is a bit like long COVID, but I'm coming through it. I'm having more good days than bad now. Oh, mate, when uh, did you have first have these tablets? <laughs> Would you know what's was happened? It three weeks ago? Because I was in a hotel. I had... <laughs> you know, do you know um, what the problem here is hotels? Yeah, I know. Do you know what? I like my life at home, Rob. Yeah. And I don't like being in a hotel on my own. Why don't you... What's happening in there? Well, I've got to rip in my swimming hat, Rob. Um, that, what's happening in that? So let's boil down. What are you thinking when you're there? You're feeling guilty you're not at home or you miss home, the bed, the pillow? Uh, yeah, all of that in one big package uh, articulated as insomnia. And so did you like sleeping away from home when you was little? Did you go to sleepovers? Yeah, I was fine with that. I think genuinely, since I've had children, I've not been able to sleep very well in hotel rooms. Really? It's weird, that, isn't it? Yeah, that is odd. But maybe it's something you need to speak to someone about yeah, to yeah, do yeah. it mentally rather than medically to sort it out. Because yeah, exactly. sleeping well, tablets are just short-term, aren't they? Well, not for you. There's quite long-term. Well, they're, they're long-term quite long-term, <laughs> actually, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, they're still having an effect. The yeah, only, only insomnia the, side effect of the sleeping yeah. tablets. I, I've downloaded the Calm app, and that has been an absolute game-changer. If you're feeling really anxious, I highly recommend... The Calm app, which is lots of meditations and mm. lots of kind of nice sleep meditations, normal meditations, and it's really helped. So that's turned me what around. What I listen to a lot is um, Michael Seeley does these hypnosis things that like, oh, yeah. and they, they do different ones where it's like they're about forty-five minutes, and it's you pick it either if it's like anxiety or if it's overthinking or busy yeah, brain yeah. and that, and he sort of talks really yeah. slowly and gently. And also Alan Watts on YouTube has got loads of interesting talks about like being calm and not taking things too seriously. It's so much more effective than you think it's going to be to do stuff like that. Well, yeah, because I think actually life is really hard, right? That's, that's no getting yeah. around that. It's difficult, like, for everyone, obviously. Um, but life yeah. is, overall, life's tough, and there's varying degrees of tough for different people. Yeah. But I think, actually, the truth of it is, we are way better at dealing at it as people and individuals than our brain lets us think we are. So it is tough, but it's not insurmountable. We can totally deal with it. We, and there's plenty of time to do everything we need to do. But your brain is, because it's trying to make you survive, is trying to keep you going and keep, wants you to keep moving. And we've well, got to do that now. You've got to do this now. And it's like a big sort of ball of anxiety and energy. But if you take a moment to sort of calm down and breathe and using whatever it is, if it's the Calm app or those Alan Watts things that help me, you realise actually you've got plenty of time and it is all doable. And we're way better at doing it if we just get left alone without the brain sort of cracking the whip on us, totally. as it were. But, um, totally. Well, I'm glad the Calm app works. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. But uh, I, my daughter's at home today because um, there's been an outbreak of uh, scarlet fever at nursery. Oh, really? Um, scarlet fever? What's that? Just like there's a new girl called know, Scarlet and they'll love her. Yeah. 
It's just like the Beatles. Oh my God, have you seen Scarlett's hair? <gasps> Look at those shoes. <laughs> so what is Scarlet Fever? I thought Scarlet Fever was like, it feels like something from medieval ages, doesn't it? Okay, it's a bacterial illness. I'll, I'll take that back. It's a, ba it's a bacterial illness. Um, right, yeah, yeah. Strep so throat. But we, uh, we've kept her at home because we don't want her to get scarlet fever the day before we go to Glastonbury. Yeah, so who's got the kids? Is it Rose's mum got the kids for the weekend? Rose's mum and we've got childcare as well. Right, okay. So what's that? how long are you going for? I'm going tomorrow, which is Thursday. Back on Sunday morning. afternoon? Back on Sunday. Yes. Leave Sunday morning. Oh, that's Yeah, I think you're better off leaving Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. So three nights. Oh, that'll be nice. It'll be nice, Rob. When you come back from Glastonbury, are you just yeah. exhausted? or I'll is it probably like need the car map again. <laughs> Okay. Um, I think you need to be careful this weekend. I'm going to be fine. Rob, I've bought some colourful sunglasses. No, but you don't want to come back from injury too soon. You look like I'm in the Ting Tings. You <laughs> the Ting Tings. Ting Tings, I remember that. That's not my name. That's not my name. Yeah. That, them. Oh, yeah. Are they still well, going? get ready. I'll, I'll send you a picture of uh, me and my colourful sunglasses. Festival ready. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, Josh, I think psychologically, I wouldn't say you're 100%. It's like when a footballer tries to rush back for a World Cup. You've got to yeah, make it is a bit like Wayne Rooney in 2006. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, look at you, you're trendy. Those little green ones. I've got luminous green sunglasses, Rob. So, yeah, I am a bit like Wayne Rooney in 2006. Josh, do you know what you look like in that? And please don't take offence. A hot piece of ass? No, it looks like Tom Cruise is taking Rain Man to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> After successful <laughs> bit of gambling. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I mean it's because the rest of, you wouldn't wear those sunglasses with the rest of the outfit would you That's no I was just wearing the shorts because I just pop, pop them on in the morning yeah yeah exactly and what are they they're um they're swimming shorts with pictures of luminous lobsters on yes of course yeah and then you've got your stripey top on as per yeah I just shoved that but on but they're cool glasses mate yeah well they were like a fiver from Amazon oh. or other you know somewhere more ethical um it's, do you know what it is today, Rob? What is it? It's my 10-year anniversary with Rose. Is it? As a couple, not married. As a couple, yes. Yeah. I don't think it counts, but seemingly it does. We're going out for dinner. I can't remember. I don't know how long I've been with Lou. God, 13 you can years, do it. I think. You can do this. 30 years? 13. Oh, 13 Fucking years. Hell. Fuck me, Rob. How old are you? I'm 36. 36. The 23, we started seeing each other. God, she's seen a transformation, hasn't she? One of our first dates was she came back from Glastonbury and I cooked her dinner. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? She was all tired and sad. So it's more or less your anniversary, Rob, at the moment. Well, this was what happened, yes. Our first ever date was around this time in June, but Lou tried to claim it wasn't because before we got an anniversary for our wedding, which is in October, she claimed it was too close to her birthday. So basically it was oh, her birthday's the 18th and then Glastonbury's obviously the week after because then I would do our anniversary and her birthday at once. So yeah. she got the um. So she started going, oh, no, actually, our first date was like... And then like invented a date that was absolute bollocks. Oh, my God. But that's good for you, because you don't want anniversary and birthday too close. No, exactly. And then that anniversary disappears when you get married. So how come you're still remembering this one? Because it's the big one oh, I think. Yeah, but then that gets reset from wedding. Why did I remember it? Why did I remember it, Rob? Why? Because I was thinking um, about... About sad things at night again. No, I, I was actually thinking about um, Euro 2012, which is when we got together <laughs> during the Euros. Okay. And then I thought, wait, that's 10 years ago. So, through the back door. Yeah, okay. exactly. Fair enough. We didn't do through the back door on our first date. I'll be very clear about that, Rob. <laughs> Was it on the cards or not? Just completely ruled out? No, completely. No, just... do you know what? It's still not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sports day. <laughs> 
no, do you do anything for your 10 year anniversary or not? You just We're remember? going out for dinner. Yeah, so but surely that should be reset now that you're married. Yeah, I know, but we're not going to do it for the 11. But, you know, it's also because I can't tell you how excited I am about going to Glastonbury. Right, OK. So it's like Glastonbury starts tonight. Do you oh, know what I mean? Oh, that's nice, because you sort of met just... Did you go Glastonbury together that year? No, 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 no. no. But, OK. But I'm just using it as a way to extend my holiday, if that makes right, sense. Right, OK, let's go out for dinner for our anniversary before we go Glastonbury. I'm really excited yeah. to hear what goes on in this Glastonbury trip, to be honest, Josh. I'm not. Okay, fair enough. But um, when are we recording when you get back from Glastonbury? Uh, Tuesday, maybe. A Tuesday, okay. You should be all right by then. Uh, yeah. Right, do you want to hear about Sports Day? Yes, more than anything. Hottest I've ever been. Hottest? It was about 28 degrees at 10am. That is awful. What, what are you wearing? Um, shorts, T-shirt, trainers. Yeah. A couple of business guys. People came in between work calls in, like, Oxford shirts and trousers. Looked like they were oh going to die. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, one of the dads, full white tracksuit. Quite bold. What? Who's he? Jimmy Savile? <laughs> he looked like um, Richard Williams. You know the, the Williams sister's dad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think he just wore that because it would be cool because it was white. Right, but then yeah. he just wear shorts. And it's, anyway, it's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, they listen to this. I'm going to have to talk to um, them about that in about two days. How much did you care about how your daughters did? I imagine your younger daughter false started, didn't give a shit. She's been boosting for months <laughs> in an attempt to steal her. Well, she's having a blood transfusion at the moment. <laughs> no, uh, the youngest daughter, hers is on Friday, so I've not seen that yet. But she came home. She's really fast, actually. She's as fast as my eldest one, yeah. She's really sporty. Yeah. And uh, she's come home. When we did sports day practice. I won every race. And I was like, okay, did you? And then I spoke to the teacher. I went, did she? she's like really excited. She went, oh, God, yeah, she loves sports. She's really excited. I went, she told me she's won every race. But, you know, as we know, she is a liar and a thief. Um, yeah. So is that true? And then the teacher went, yeah, pretty much. She loves it. She's really quick. Um, but on the sack race, she sometimes goes fast. She keeps falling out of it because she's so erratic oh, like me. She doesn't, she's not oh. really logical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's just 100 pure miles. Instinct. Yeah, pure instinct, 100 miles an hour. Let's get, come on, like that. Where, yeah, so yeah, hers yeah. is on Friday, where my eldest, sorry, is way more composed and logical. Yeah. So they did loads of weird little competitions. Basically, all the classes, it was reception. Do they still do like egg and spoon and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so basically, the way they did it, it was reception, year one, year two, like all did theirs, and then yeah. three, four, and five did theirs. What year's your daughter in? Year one. So she was amongst, amongst those three years. And then what they do is they all go around and do these, like throwing a ball in a hoop stuff. And, but the thing is, they're all in little form groups. So there's blue, red, yellow, and green. And she's in the blues. And yeah. basically, in her class, there were three blues, three greens, four reds, and six yellows. So it was a bit lopsided, the numbers, which is fine. But then yeah. there was a game where they have cones down. So one team, so the blue team have to make the cones down. And This sounds, can I just say, yeah. like the most complicated sports day that's ever happened. Oh, yeah, it's quite complicated. Because basically... I'm, I'm really struggling to keep a handle so on what's going on here. the three years... Are all split in, into houses. Yeah, into like little form groups and houses, okay? So there's yeah. four teams going against each other, and there's three age groups. Reception, year one, and year two. And they all get split up into those groups, right? But then the um, reception's race receptions and the year ones right it's the yeah. year ones so there's a game where you turn the cones up and down so one team have to turn the cones so they're facing down and the other team have to turn them up and it's basically who can do it the quickest but blues yeah. versus yellows was six versus three. Oh mate it's this the, is not fair can't three of them just be subs well exactly and i was like this is an absolute scat like, the, like i don't want to be a competitive <laughs> dad 
are you stormed out of sports day? It's fundamentally not. It's not even like one extra. It's no. three. It's double the amount of. It's, it's like on blockbusters when they used to do two people versus one, and you go, "What the fuck? Why yeah. have you done this?" You wouldn't do five aside football. Okay, you've got ten on your side. We've got five. Oh, we've lost again. I wonder how that happened. <laughs> So they were getting hammered. And then anyway, they did a few other ones and it was carnage. I felt sorry for the teachers because it was so hot and the kids don't know what's going on. Um, no, yeah. But then they did all those little games. They went around doing little games like that. And there was cones that had to knock over, throwing a ball. And then they had running races. So they did a sprint and then they did like a sort of egg and spoon thing. But it wasn't. It was a racket with a beanbag on. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so then my daughter... Yeah, because my... they're, they're not old enough for bag and spoon. No, no, exactly. And then, uh, so my daughter ran, and she was about sort of mid... Was it about eight kids ran? And she came about fifth, I think, in the 100 metres, so about mid-average. mid, mid like, average. And do you know what? At that age, it wasn't really embarrassing at all, really. It was more like, it weren't the kids are either fast or not. A lot of it is concentration and stuff. Right, yeah, where yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone was really cheering. There were a group of people, I think for the parents of the older year, because... I didn't even know that there were all these different colours. They were all red and had red pom-poms. Oh, my God. And the and they were chanting the name, go red, go red. And I could only see the back of their heads, and I thought, I don't like them. They are, and I mean this, fucking pathetic. Yeah, big time. Grow up. Yeah. If, if your parents turned up... Yeah, keep going. ...dressed in red with red pom-poms, then I would leave home. That's what I would oh, do. Yeah. What, who do you think you are? Yeah. I know. And also, go what, and what screaming right at the front, all wearing red. I can only see the back oh, of their heads. And I thought, on, you know man. what? I fucking hate you. Oh, God, I've said it now, and I've got to go to school <laughs> later. <laughs> I might see them. But Bring your own come on, on now. I know. Oh. Too much time on the hands. That's what they've got, Rob. But then I weren't bothered until like the announcement. I was like, fucking come on, Blue. Fucking come on, Blue. Like, How did Blue do? But I had Blue on by accident as well, and I hope they didn't think I was oh, a yeah. prick, but I weren't bomb. Um, Blue's won, actually. Uh, so her form group won. And did you go up to the Reds in their faces and go, ah, that. I went, you're shit. Absolutely and you know it. you are, you're shit. Oh, I'm not singing anymore. Mug, mug. And I was doing cutthroat to them like that. I was like, fuck you, mug. Wanker, wanker, wanker. <laughs> It was good because you knew the police would hold you back, so yeah, you could yeah, do exactly. whatever you wanted, but they couldn't get I'm you. I'm going to request segregation next time between the different <laughs> colours of the teams. <laughs> so this is like I was talking about. My daughter, because she's a bit more, like, composed rather than bull in a china yeah. shop, she did really well in the uh, beanbag on the racket because... So she, oh, yeah, she was yeah, running. Yeah. She was about fifth again because she's about that speed in her class. But then yeah. as it got towards the end, a couple of them were a bit erratic and oh, dropped the nice. beanbag and she finished third, which she was really happy with. Like one of those horses in the Grand National yeah. that's just there or thereabouts. Steady. Keeps on going. Tortoise and the hare. So she was really yeah. happy because she came third and um, she, yeah, she didn't good. drop her beanbag. She was more excited that she didn't drop her beanbag than finishing third or being quite higher yeah. up the finishing, which I thought was quite interesting, where, like, the youngest one... You've got two very different daughters there, yeah. Rob. But do you know what's really interesting? I think there's a bit of a metaphor from life about this. All the kids were running. All that's doing was just run forward or run and holding a beanbag. So it didn't matter. It weren't like a game of rugby where you're marking someone or a game of football where you've got to get tight on them and if you don't, they'll pass and get through. So it's, you're totally on your own. But every kid, without fail, was running really well. But then halfway down, they looked either side of them to see where they were. And as soon as they did that, they slowed down and yeah. didn't do as well. And it didn't matter if they were slow kids, fast kids or whatever. Every single child that looked at another person did shitter because 
they got so consumed by how am I doing, what everyone else is doing. But actually, if they just didn't and just ran, they would have done so much better. But that, that's life, isn't it? And we do that as adults. Exactly, Rob. But it was so interesting seeing children do it. Do you know what? And that you should have taken like the, the microphone where they announced and said, "We're all learning a lesson about life here today, children. Yes. What are we learning? Focus on yourselves. Don't worry about other people's unless they've got red pom poms like a pair of pricks." Yeah, yeah well, exactly. maybe that wasn't a good example because I'm not sort of showing how that. Yeah, I should yeah. ignore them. <laughs> but it happens in top level athletics as well. Yes. So the people that look left and right during the 100 metres, it always does them in as well. Yeah, and it, and it was so interesting because without foul, every kid that did that went slower. And it, and it doesn't help you by seeing when anyone else is because it's not going to make you faster if you see them, is it? No, exactly. Anyway, um, <sighs> but yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. They did it really well. The kids loved it. They did winners as well, which I thought was good. They said like that form one where some sports yeah. days are doing this where everybody's won. Well, I'm like, no, not. No, that's not how sport works, is it? You've got to have winners. You've got to have losers. And yeah, I mean, that's when life. I was at primary school, Rob, there's only four kids in my year. Yeah, so everyone was a winner. Yeah, how did you get on in sports day? Do you know what? I was very good at the dressing up race. Did you do the dressing up race? No, no. So you'd run and then you'd have to put on a load of clothes, like wellies, a coat. Right, okay. And then you'd run a bit, run back, take it all off and run back. I won it two years in a row. Well done. And then I went on to secondary school, so I basically retired undefeated. Well done, and there were more people there. Yeah, well, there was no dressing up race. No dressing up race. Proper sports by that point. Fair enough. I used to hate sports day. Really? Oh, I hated it. Oh, I couldn't stand it. The triple jump. God, I, I do think, as you get into secondary the javelin. school... javelin. I had to do shot put just because I was fat. <laughs> you do <laughs> shot put? Why? Because I'm fat. Yes, all right. <laughs> so I did it, yeah. In my brother's year, the bloke who won javelin, because they didn't taught them how to do javelin properly. Yeah. Everyone fought it and did it wrong. He just walked up to it and just stabbed it in the ground half a yeah. foot. This happened at our school <laughs> as well. Yeah. And the guy got disqualified for not playing to the spirit of the game. Fuck the spirit of the game. It's not how it works. Yeah, I think you've seen you've seen a loophole and you've gone for exactly. it. Exactly. And also, there was a little bit of fun on beanbag action at this sports day. I noticed oh, a few maybe. kids. Oh, fun on the beanbag. Don't like to see it, Josh. Oh, they do. Oh, that is a shame. It is that a real is shame. Not, that is not what makes Britain great, well, is no, it? That do, you, is... do you know what the problem is, though? That's definitely going to be my youngest when she does it. Oh, mate, <laughs> your youngest going to have tethered the beanbag to the tennis racket. <laughs> she'll be knocking it out of the other kids' hands, headbutting them and running off. Vinnie yeah, Jones. tying their shoelaces together like she's in the Beano, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, so she, I picked her up from school yesterday, right, at preschool. Yeah. She's quite tall for her age. She's about the same height as my eldest. She came out in a dress that was way too short. It looked like an 18-year-old going oh, to a school. Oh, my granddad. No, but, no, but George. Looked, You're not going out in that. <laughs> no, because it was for a younger girl. It was for like, a, she's tall, and it was for like a three-year-old, and that's the only one there in the spare uniform. Yeah, but it yeah. looked like an 18-year-old going to like a school disco nightclub. Yeah. It was so short. <laughs> and her arms are all short up there. And the teacher went, yeah, she had a water fight, and um, she got completely soaked, so that's put that on her. And she's refusing to um, put her shoes on the right feet she likes it this way. <laughs> she walks around with her shoes on the wrong feet. She's out of control, Rob. She is. You've lost the dressing room. <laughs> She's very much her own person at four. She is at four. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, your other daughter's upstairs just having some chill time. Oh, from she's her. chill out. She's good as go. She goes. She it was a heat wave when it was thirty-four last week. She went in and she went. Oh, I need to wear my cardigan in. It was like, no, you don't have to. It's too hot. She went. No, but it says in the rules I've got to wear my cardigan. So she blessed oh, her. She wore mate. her cardigan in and then took it off. She loves the rule. She's so. Is it fair to say that one of your daughters is Lou and the other one is Rob? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that is fair to say. Yeah, <laughs> one's Lou, one's Rob. So we've got a pair, but it's nice. It's good actually because I think they play better because they're different. If they were both trying to yeah. do the same thing, then they're. 
You know, Mate, they, if, yeah. if your older daughter was like your younger daughter, it'd be like the craze. It'd be, <laughs> like, it'd be... <laughs> oh god, no! I think she'll be like, once she gets to school. I think it'll calm her down. Yeah, that'll work. That'll definitely happen. Yeah, her parents never said that before, have that's they? A, that's <laughs> a, that was one of the most desperate things I've ever heard. As opposed to the sort of preschool she's already in. Yeah, yeah, but a different school. Yeah, and, yeah, and rules. Yeah. What she needs is more rules to break. Once she's got that cardigan on, that'll keep her in line. That'll be fine. Yeah, but she's got such a cheeky little face when she's doing it, though. It's really hard to keep a straight face. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. Oh, to me, God. anyway. Right, do you want some Instagram messages, Josh? Yeah, we haven't discussed Father's Day, Rob. Oh, yes, Father's Day. Um, I, I don't, I'm a bit of an anti-climax, actually. I don't really do yeah. Father's Day. Well, this is why Father's Day. My daughter did a card for me from school, which was nice. Yeah. Um, the other one, we paid like a quid or something, and she came home with some sweets that were supposed to be for me. She ate them before I saw oh, them. Yeah. Um, was that the younger daughter? Yeah, <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lou got me um, some socks from the yeah. girls. And yeah. I had a lie-in. Uh, we had a bit of oh. breakfast and I went to work. Um, oh, mate, I did such a funny show. It's coming out in a few weeks. It's so I was a judge on a drag show. It's called A Queen for the Night. Yeah. And it's famous people doing drag and doing drag performances. Oh, wow. And you, what, you're a guest judge? Yeah, because part of it is they all do different genres. So some are singing and dancing. So Mel yeah. C from the Spice Girls was there. Courtney Actor, drag queen. And then Leighton Williams, who was in There's Something About Jamie. Right. So they're doing all that feedback on that. But then they also was a comedy and impressions. So I was sort of... <sighs> drafted in for doing that and it was so funny so can you tell me who's doing the drag acts I can tell you so it's, Lorraine Kelly's the host oh. right and then basically there's all these celebs and then they've got drag queen mentors that are good at that specialism so there was magic impressions comedy lip syncing singing dancing all sorts right but so the people yeah. on it right you're gonna absolutely love this lineup okay um, it had George Shelley from Union J Chris Hughes from Love Island right yeah is that why we're discussing Union J the other week? I must have been in my subconscious. Um, <laughs> Simon Gregson from Coronation Street, Steve McDonald. Steve McDonald. Big time. Steve McDonald. Oh, wow. What was he like? Oh, you can't say, sorry. Yeah, I can't tell how he went, but he was on it. Um, and yeah. then uh, England rugby player, Joe Marler. Right, yeah. He's an absolute beast of yeah. a man. Um, yeah, I bet he is. They had um, uh, Adam Woodjack, Ian Bill. Ian Bill? Yeah. Adam Woodjack, he's finally got another gig. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Mr. Motivator. Oh, that this is, this is my scene, Rob. <laughs> this is, it was so Steve McDonald, Ian Beale, and Mr. Motivator doing, doing drag. drag. When's it on? ITV, presumably. Yeah, in a couple of months. I think November time, maybe. I'm not sure. They've got to edit, yeah. but it was so good because basically, but there's a bit. I don't want to spoil it, but basically, like when they introduce the drag queen and they've got their yeah. new name, they come up on like this sort of like thing that like lifts them up from underneath with smoke, and you just see them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, mate, it's like sort of yo sushi, but for celebs in drag. <laughs> I could watch celebrities come up on this lift forever until I died. It's amazing. <laughs> The feeling of waiting to see what Ian Bill slash Adam Woodjack will look like in drag. Oh, my word, yeah. The buzz was unbelievable. And because it had loads of good drag queens on it, it was good. Did he have an Ian Bill-based drag name? I can't tell you anymore. Oh, okay. Or what okay. they did and how it went, but it's oh. definitely amazing. I was there, obviously, for the whole thing, and it's going to get edited down, but I enjoyed all of it. Well, you know what? Like Sometimes TV records drag. It was fucking mental, mate. I loved it. That is brilliant. Oh, my God. I can't oh. wait for that. Yeah, that would be good enough. Few Instagrams before we head? Yes, I've got loads of Instagrams for you. Some really good ones. A good one here to make Tom Crane feel better. Oh, my word. You know his yeah. WhatsApp mishap last week? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sending this in just to make Tom Crane feel a lot better. He seems a lovely chap. 
My son attended a very fancy prep school in the RBOKC. Is that the Royal, Royal Borough of... Of Kensington and Chelsea. Rebecca. Robocop. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea. All very fancy. Yeah, very nice. The parents introduced themselves on the class WhatsApp group. All very nice. My sister asked via WhatsApp, what do they seem like? And I jokingly said, cunts. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, you know oh, where it's no. going. Yeah. I thought it was strange she hadn't responded. <laughs> <laughs> and the blood drained from my face when I checked oh, my, my phone. I sent oh, the God. message to the class group. I obviously deleted it, but let's. It's fair to say. Oh yeah. After thirty yeah. minutes, everyone had seen it. Oh, you could check the blue. You could have checked the blue text to I'm see sure, who had don't actually tell seen him it. That he will. It wasn't yeah. mentioned until I became good friends with a few parents, and they all said they peed oh, themselves reading it. I hope this oh, makes Tom God. feel better. So maybe Tom, you'll be all right. It just takes a little bit of time. You'll laugh about yeah. it one day. WhatsApp mishaps ideal we're looking for lots of mishaps yep perfect yeah kid related or non-kid related it's absolutely fine um reasons for getting called into school do you want a couple of these yeah there we go hi guys was listening to your podcast regarding reasons parents were called into school and sparked a memory of when my late uncle dave was asked to go for a meeting with the head teacher dave had brought his son greg age six at the time a game for his xbox as it was a surprise and he had nowhere to put it he hid it down his trousers and took it out to give it to his son saying surprise i got you this game greg was made up greg went into school the next day and told the class daddy pulled out a special surprise from his trousers <laughs> but omitted to say what it was. When questioned, he said it was a massive magic surprise. Oh my word. Dave then oh received no. a call from the school to summon him for a meeting as the school were quite concerned about the whole trouser surprise. No. <laughs> he obviously explained the situation and they saw the funny side. Absolutely love listening to podcasts. Kind of wishes yep. Jamie. But J A I M E. Jame? J A I M E. Jame? Or Jane? Jane. Jane. Yeah, J-A-I-M-E. Apologies if we've got that wrong. Jame. 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 Yeah, that's not ideal, is it? The old trouser surprise. No, but also, if the school's thinking this is a big enough of a deal that we're going to have to investigate, Mm. you could easily... That is weird. ...improvise that cover story. Do you know what I mean? Like Also, like, put the game behind you. Yeah. In your pocket. What was the game? An Xbox game. So it's only like as big as a DVD box. Yeah. What, down his trousers? Yeah, I do think it... I think that is weird. That is weird, yeah. I just don't think... When you're surprising a child, nothing should be whipped out of your pants. Whatever it is. Is he? He's putting it between his pants and trousers, I'd hope. He's not putting it... Yeah, I don't think it's on peanut. No, yeah. There's not, like, a pube caught in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> No, no, I don't think there is. It's a great reference. It took a lot of bad driving to get the police on you. I always felt in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like even a small traffic offence and the police should be after you, really. Well, yeah, I know, but you'll make it a harder game to play. What, if they just did you for not indicating? Yeah, or they clamped your car. Yeah, yeah, because you parked up in the wrong place and you'd gone to shoot some people in a building. It gets quite boring if you just go into, like, the yard to pay the the release fee of your car that's been towed. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, um, here we go. So we've got another one here. Morning, fellas. Long-time listener, first-time caller. You asked for examples as to why you have been called into school. So I thought I'd write in with my story. During the third lockdown, ugh, makes you feel sick, in March yep. 2021, it was my birthday. As we couldn't go anywhere or do anything, we decided to go for a long walk 
along the seafront. We live in Portsmouth. We got a coffee and decided to stop to throw stones into the sea. My wife and I were sat at the top of the beach watching my then nine-year-old son and seven-year-old daughter throw stones into the water. My son came up and laid down in front of me whilst my daughter stayed down by the sea throwing the stones. I was playfully dropping the pebbles on his legs and he was dropping them on my feet. We're quite a sarcastic family and my son was jokingly saying that it was unfair that he was getting stones thrown on him and that I obviously love my daughter more because I'm not throwing yeah. them at her. In a sort of fun, I'm a cool dad jokey way to prove him wrong, I pretended to throw a stone at my daughter who was easily... What? 50 meters away by the sea and as i threw it i said see i love you both equally as with no aim whatsoever i pretended to launch a pebble at my daughter however i did actually release the pebble yeah and it was thrown in yeah. a general yeah. direction yeah, yeah yeah as i threw it it took off and headed straight to water as it was getting closer to her she turned around and the stone oh hit god. her square on the forehead just above the eyebrow oh my god oh my god she screamed <laughs> She screamed a blood-curdling scream I'll never forget. Oh, my God. My wife, oh, my God. My wife looked at me like I was a dick <laughs> and darted... Yeah, understandably. <laughs> but what an arm on him. Um, <laughs> and I darted down to see if she was OK. As I got to her, just above her eyebrow, it had immediately swelled up to the size of a tennis ball and she was in oh such a state, she was struggling to catch her breath through shock. Oh, my God. She's seven years old. I carried her back. She sat with my wife so she could console her. As she calmed down, she looked at me in the eyes and said, I'm so sorry I cried and ruined your birthday, Daddy. Oh, my God. Oh, that's that's awful. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Which is obviously... Did she know he'd thrown it? Yeah. I don't, well, I don't know. I think, she's a bit, I think she's a bit dazed at this point. Which is obviously the worst thing you can hear from your daughter. Oh, my God. That accident cost me a complete revamp of her bedroom, including new bed, wardrobe and telly in her room. <laughs> all in all, spending she's about... She's absolutely played him. All in all, spending about 900 quid. Worst decision ever made and idiot tax of the highest order. Oh, anyway, school reopened at the start of March and my daughter went in. We're still going. This story's still yeah, going. Yeah, it gets worse. My daughter went in with a pretty <sighs> noticeable green bruise and lump on her head. When the teacher asked how she had done oh, it, no, her no, response no, 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 was, no. Daddy threw a stone at my head to show my brother how much she loved him. Oh, my God. Followed oh my by, God. it's okay, though, because he brought me loads of stuff to make up for it. Oh, my God. Which, oh, no. Which makes it sound like I'd beaten her and then brought her nice things to keep her quiet. That is incredible. The school called my wife and asked if everyone was safe and, and if they needed to intervene. My wife explained the situation, and thankfully they understood it was an accident. Luke from Portsmouth. In Incredible. Unbelievable. Poor old Luke. Well, poor girl. Absolutely astonishing. Yeah, poor girl. Well... Do you want to do a small business? Yeah, that is absolutely... Strong stuff, isn't it? Really strong stuff. If you've got anything on being called into school or parents' WhatsApp groups, do send them in. Send them in. Also, as well, I've got this one as well, uh, Celebs in Weird Places. I served Mike Tyson in Blockbuster, Gorton, Manchester. What? In 2006, <sighs> he was in Manchester to referee some kind of charity fight from Steve Holden. There's a curry house on the curry mile called Lal Keela, which has got a picture of Mike Tyson having a curry in it in Manchester. I wonder if it was on the on so, the same trip. Oh, what a night Tyson had. Curry and Blockbuster? <laughs> curry and a Blockbuster, why not? <laughs> Good on him. It just shows even the rich can enjoy a Blockbuster and a curry. Multi-millionaire Tyson. Um, right, we need small business shout-outs. Right, how about this one? I just heard that Josh enjoyed, despite poor sleep, his stay in Whitstable. So I thought it might be a good moment to request a small business shout-out for my husband's business in Whitstable. His name is John Hogbin. What a name. <laughs> oh, the Hogbin. God, Hogger. Oggy, Oggy, Oggy. 
The Ogbin. <laughs> Ogbin. And he makes coastal-inspired lino prints and paintings. He started selling his artwork in a fisherman's hut in the harbour in 2016, about six months after we had our son. His website is www.foreshorearts. Now, I'll spell that. For, as in, F-O-R-E, Shore, S-H-O-R-E, Arts, A-R-T-S, dot com. Oh, I know you'd appreciate a shout-out, and we'd love to see you when you come to Whitstable again. Thank you so much. All the best. Rashenda Hogbin. There we go. Rashenda Hogbin. Vincenda and John Hogbin. Vincenda and John Hogbin. What some actually unbelievable names, like poems. Vincenda yeah. Hogbin, the VH. There we go. Um I've got this one here. Here we go. <laughs> Hi, a while back you talked about trying to give more geographically diverse small business shout-outs. How about one all the way across the pond? Well, this was basically wow, Whitstable <laughs> was a bit of a push. Well, no, we've had a lot in the southeast of London, so we were trying to do yeah, some yeah. more up north. Yeah. But this one, my father and stepmother owning an organic cafe in austin texas oh wow yes please it's been a bit of a struggle and they've managed to survive through the pandemic and in fact recently moved to a slightly larger location oh, good work. they have great coffee and tea as well as pastry sandwiches and entrees the pancakes what are entrees like main meals like sides i don't know, I don't know. the pancakes are a particular highlight and everything is made with 90 percent organic ingredients i mean at the 90 <laughs> come on go all in <laughs> What's the 10? What the fuck's the 10? Haribo. Just some Haribo in each thing. And everything's made with 90% organic ingredients, including many from partnerships with local farmers. The address is 2915 Guadalupe Street, or you can check them out at Pasha Cafe. P-A-C-H-A cafe c-a-f-e dot com or pasha underscore cafe on instagram they do dining delivery that's good for anyone in the uk i don't know if they deliver that far and pick up thanks very much rosie right i tell you what if anyone is listening near austin texas or you've got to go go to pasha cafe and take a photo and send it to us and we'll put it on our instagram see let's see how far this podcast spreads imagine getting a photo from pasha cafe I love that they've struggled, but they've still moved to a bigger location. That's the kind of can-do attitude you only get in the States. Eight to eight, oh, it looks great. They've got all massive eggs. I wonder if they're the organic bit. All I keep doing, though, is looking at the dinners and go, what 10% of that? What's the 10%? Where's What's the, the 10%? That's is it, where's the 10% on that? Looks nice, though, the cafe. Well, there we go. I'll never go to it. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> let's be honest. It's no fault of the cafe. <laughs> There's no point in me looking at the menu. It's in Austin, Texas. I live in London. Well, I'd get you there, 100% organic? Yeah, I'd fly out 100%. Yeah, yeah sure. No. Okay, no. we should do a live episode from the Pasha Cafe. Yeah, we should. I'm more than happy to. Oh, actually, I don't, I'm not going to do that. No. It's a lot of ass on it just to go and sit in a cafe for an hour and fly back. <laughs> we could say we're there. It's easier. I don't even come to yours in East London. Exactly. <laughs> we're not flying to Austin <laughs> to do a live episode. I'll tell you what, shove your cafe up your fucking arse, Rosie. <laughs> There's a middle ground, Rob. Okay, uh, sorry. now. <laughs> See you on Friday. See you on Friday with another episode of Interviewing Parents. Bye. Bye. Bye.